Blog Talk Radio. Only 30 minutes. Only on Sunday. Only 30 minutes. officials. 
which I know ain't going to go through nowhere because it's got to go through the Senate and the Democrats run that. D. Lovely, your opinion on this foolishness that they're trying to make go happen. I'm not familiar with this. I, I, you're telling me something I didn't know, so that's interesting. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah, I didn't pay attention. That was crazy. I didn't know that that had even happened, but wow. Um, so my opinion yeah, They're trying to is- intervene and stop him from prosecuting Trump, basically. And they well, have not a legal leg to stand on because this is a state. It's not federal. This right. is a state uh, investigation. I'm amused because these are the same people that said, you know, we don't want big government telling us what to do in our state. We want to make our own decisions. So now that they're making, the states are making their own decisions, they're like, you shouldn't be able to do that. That's crazy. (laughs) They can't, they're never going to be happy. Anytime they're not getting what they want, they're not going to be happy. That's hilarious. Uh E is on the line. E is on the line. I'm loving the hand clap of praise. Uh, E, also Latanya is in the chat room, too. Actually. Hey, T. Hey, everybody. Hey, girl. Uh, The first one I had was uh, that the House Committee and Oversight committees, the chairman wrote another letter to Alvin Bragg about, uh, boy, we need to get in on this. Uh, <laughs> basically, this is what they're saying. Boy, we need to get in on this uh, investigation of our boy Trump, and we don't need you doing that. Basically, mm-hmm. they can't go in and do anything. Uh, are you familiar with this, E? And if so, I please am. give your I opinion. I'm, I'm just, first of all, this is the closest that we've ever came to him getting any type of consequence for any action. So I'm I'm shocked and amazed and uh and clutching my imaginary pearls. But I still it the the fat lady is just clearing her throat. You know, I feel like um it it ain't over. And the shenanigans will continue to run amok until till they don't. So we'll see. I'm not shouting Here's right another now. here's another caveat to that same thing. I've been using that word a lot. Uh, Governor Cuomo Cuomo offered a stinging rebuke of the Manhattan District Attorney, Alvin Bragg, of Mm -hmm. former President Trump over alleged hush money payments. You have Mm -hmm. a cynical public that don't believe anyone, and when you start to see these prosecutors bring political cases, it just affirms everybody's cynicism. Cuomo told uh, WABC 770's The Cats Roundtable on Friday. He's basically going in on Bragg, and I Mm -hmm. don't understand why Cuomo feels he needs to do it. I guess because he got running out of office, starting with E, then I'll go to D. Lovely. Yeah, um, with this situation, me thinks I'll protest too much. Yeah, this is not going to make them like Cuomo anymore. You know, you can be do all the rah-rah in the world. They still ran you out. And this is not going to – you doing all this extra stuff isn't going to make you any more redeemable to the party than 
you know, you already were not. So I don't know why he felt the need to, to do all of that. Um, and the math ain't mathing for me, you know. It's, I don't know if somebody promised him something. I, I just don't know why he's doing all this because they still not rocking with him from what I see. That's right. Uh, D. Lovely, you didn't, did you hear about that one? Yeah, I did. I, I, honestly, I feel like he, um, Cuomo, is projecting. I feel like he's thinking Bragg had something to do with his downfall, and he is not, he's, he's going to be against anybody that had anything to say about what he did. So I just, I just feel like him, him letting him know, I don't support you, is letting him know that we, we, I know you didn't support me. So it's, it's a tit for tat. So whatever it is, it's, it's personal. It's not professional. And he's, he's bringing all his hurt feelings into this. Just need to stay out on his mansion and just kill. Yeah, mind your business. We know he got a mansion somewhere. Yeah. Uh, AOC. Uh, uh, wait a minute. Latanya said in the chat room, Como is bitter. Yes, bitty, bitter for real. Uh, mm-hmm. AOC said the story of Rosa Parks is too woke, too woke, which is killing me, the word. For the GOP, after mention of her race, was removed from the teaching materials. Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez said, the story of civil rights icon Rosa Parks was too woke for the Republican Party during an impassionate speech on the House floor on Thursday. The New York Democrat was speaking out against the Parents' Bill of Rights Act, which House Republicans are expected to pass on Friday. The Education Oversight Bill seeks to give parents more of a say in education and would require public schools to make materials like uh, curriculums and library books available online, as well as the school budget. I'm going to start with D. Lovely, but then I'm going to wait and get to E, because she is the the educator in here. I kind of want E to take the lead on this one. I'd, I'd like to hear what she has to say. E? I, you know, parents parents don't know what parents don't know. And the parents that are making all this noise, I'm 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 throwing shade and trying not to. Ninety percent of them probably didn't even know what we were talking about when they were in school, didn't pay attention. We you know, we are it seems like the way it's set up, it seems like we're trying to keep stuff away from the parents. We've never kept the curriculum away from the parents. The parents have always been disengaged in their children's education, and it's very frustrating that now you feel like you got to pass a rule for us to be able to keep the curriculum that hasn't changed since public education because all they talk about is Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King and Sojourney Truth and Harriet Tubman. They don't talk about the up-and-coming or the new generation of progressive black people who've done amazing things. They have not. And so I'm really frustrated. Like, how dare you tell me what I can and can't teach in in my classroom. My classroom is 365 black all day, every day, because I'm black. Every day they get a little nugget of black history. That's not critical race. That's not nothing. That's just history. 
whether you agree with it or not. And Congress, who the, the average age of the people in Congress ain't been in school in 70 years. So how are you going to tell us what to put in the, in, the, in the classroom? How dare you try to tell us what we can and can't teach in the classroom? And you've been out the classroom 70 years. That's just that's beyond disrespectful. And it, it, it's so egregious that the kids don't know because the parents don't know. Who's reading in the library? They, if they knew how to read, I wouldn't have a job as a special education teacher. They can't read because their parents can't read. I'm sorry. That's it. Uh, as I snickle, <laughs> and I, I really snickle, I'm giving it to D. Lovely. Oh my God, that's what I needed to hear. That's exactly what I needed to hear. I needed to hear it from the the mouth of uh, the person who's trying to teach your dumbass. I'm sorry, your little say children. It, say it, your dumbass children. Say it. Okay, because their sorry. parents are straight dumbass. I I just don't understand. Yes. I yes. am living in a state where someone that I I know personally was a principal who had to resign from her job because they were going to show sixth graders Renaissance art, which included David, the statue of David. And some loser mother said she was she was offended that there was a penis that her daughter saw. I, child, and you know what, I'm a, D, D, I teach World One, so we that's part of the Renaissance. If I yeah. can't show the statue of David without the pa- the parents have the problem. Because if you mm-hmm. don't make it is- an issue, it ain't an issue. Because trust me, when I substitute taught in Germany, we looked at the, at the statue of David. Wasn't nobody snickering. Wasn't no kids snickering. When I, when I substitute taught in Korea, wasn't nobody snickering because you saw it was more leaves on David's penis than his actual penis. Exactly. And trust and believe, I teach high school. You think they ain't looking at the D word, you're, you're sadly mistaken. They've been looking at the D word since elementary school. The whole thing. The whole kit, caboodle, with the crayon raisin. Taking it any which way but loose. Yep. Yep. So for the parents were... making an issue, that's, that's preposterous. Yeah. And, I, and I, that's my subject of, of expertise that I teach this for the past five years. And if I can't teach that, what? Because trust on the state assessment, they're gonna show the, the statue of David, and they're gonna ha- they're not gonna have no flower there or no fig leaf there. They're gonna show the statue, and then they're gonna show a statue of David with the fig leaf, and they're gonna want to see what they're gonna want the student to identify which one is part of the Renaissance. Yeah. yeah. And you know which one they're gonna pick? The one with the fig leaf, because that's the only one that they've been used to seeing. This is so, it's so disturbingly sad that because of your biases and your your inability to see beauty, that you've taken it to your child's school and says, we are so offended. And the knee-jerk reaction is the school board saying, okay, well, the, the principal's wrong. It's not, there's nothing wrong with what that child saw. If you are in the sixth grade, I'm almost thinking you've probably seen some things that you just ain't told your mama about. Girl, they done seen it in elementary school. I trust me. I sit on the discipline board. <laughs> they, they ain't even in middle school, and they getting down with the get down. You know. All right? You know. 
I uh, worked in the juvenile detention, and two brothers, they were twins. I think they were in the third grade, and they were in the detention in the jail because they got accused of raping a little white girl. And when I asked them about it, one of the brothers said, man, we used to get we used to get with this girl every day during lunchtime in the little closet room. Me and him, my, me and my brother, we used to, and she wanted us to get with her. But when they opened the door one day and caught us, she started yelling rape. And that's when they got sent to the, to the pokey. So, my yeah, I'm sure nine they, they, that we prosecuted for rape. Hold him and three teenagers held her down on the back of the school bus. He was nine. So please don't tell me that the parent was offended that they showed the statue of David. <laughs> okay. Okay. <sighs> I'm telling you. Okay. Uh, I degrease. I degrease, everybody. Uh, at least 26 people are dead and dozens more are hurt after powerful storms and at least one tornado plummeted the southern United States Friday night. The confirmed tornado touched down in Mississippi where the damage and death toll has been most severe. State agencies led the search for victims, and FEMA has arrived to help with the recovery. More than 32,000 homes and businesses in Mississippi, Alabama, and Tennessee were still without power Saturday afternoon. Thousands more lost service before crews started making repairs. I seen on, no, it was MSNBC, a black guy said he threw his kids and his family on the bed in the bedroom. He held on to one's arm and held on to one's leg, and he was on top of the other one. And he said, even though it may sound funny now, he said he was ready he was ready and prepared for flight after the hurricane was on top of his house. He was preparing to be in the air. That's why he was holding on to everybody. Strictly sad. Uh, D, D. Lovely, your your thoughts on this? This is going to happen more and more often until we recognize that climate change is real, until we recognize that we are, unpre- are ill-prepared for any type of disaster, each each time it's just going to get worse. We are we are so stuck in believing that we have time to prepare for a tornado, a hurricane, an earthquake, um, a wildfire, a mudslide. We are not prepared for any of these things until we start reconstructing our roadways, our um, of the internal structures of our of our states and cities and our counties and cities, we're never going to be prepared for the things that may happen like this, and they're going to continue to happen. We we are teaching children how to be prepared for a shooter in the school, but we're not teaching people how to be prepared for a tornado or a hurricane or anything else. They think if I just go and stand away from the window, that's not enough. That's not how you that's not what you need to do. There's there's more things that need to happen to prepare us for this kind of inclement weather that we're going to see more and more of. 
I'm surprised. E. E. Yeah, climate change is real. And for all the naysayers that are saying that it's not, shame on them. And like my sister said, it's going to continue to happen. And so until we make a conscious decision as a society, you know, worldwide, and, and, and look at the miracle signs and wonders that are happening in front of us, it will continue to happen. And it's not going to bode well because there, as, a, as a society, as a nation, as a world, we are always reactive. When we know it's happening, so what's preventing us from being proactive? And that's what makes um, me sad. We don't always wait till something happens to say, oh, my God, we got to hurry up and do this and do that and do this and do that. When we know it's a coming. Climate change is a happening. Um, in the chat room for the last subject when we were talking about teaching in the schools, Latonya said this is exactly what they are trying to prevent. In parentheses, she had white people's the teaching of history because it offends the parents, not the students, and the students are the ones that are being hurt. Uh, my last my last thing that I just caught before we started the show, actor Jonathan Majors, who was recently who recently starred in Creed Three, Ant Man the Wasp, was arrested Saturday morning in an alleged dis- Domestic dispute, New York police say. Majors, 33, was taken in custody following a 911 call made from an apartment in the Chelsea neighborhood of Manhattan. The victim informed police she was assaulted. The statement said the 30-year-old woman had minor injuries to her head and neck. Majors faces charges of strangulation, assault, and harassment according to the NYPD. uh, All the evidence proves that Mr. Majors is entirely innocent and did not assault her whatsoever. His lawyer, I guess his representative, said, and we are quickly gathering and preventing, providing evidence to the district attorney with the expectation that all charges will be dropped imminently. And he was released from the police Without, custody yeah. Saturday night. No bail, no bond. Just on his ROI. None. Released. Uh, your thoughts? Was it somebody just trying to get a come up real quick? Or was they really doing the do and it got out of hand? D. Lovely. Can I, I go? Can I go? Can I go? Yeah, I said please, D. Lovely. Yeah. Okay. So I... I you know, I do a deep dive when I hear something that just doesn't sound right. And so the stories that I'm hearing is that him and this woman have gone out a few times. She saw someone texting him while they were riding in the car, and she wanted to look at his phone, and he wouldn't let her. So he sends her to her. He Instead of taking her home with him, he dropped her off at her apartment, and she was unhappy about it. She didn't make that 911 call until the next day. She didn't make the 911 call when she got home. So somehow between the time he put her out of his car, out of the car they were riding in, and she went to her apartment, they said she had a laceration behind her ear and marks on her neck. Now, if that particular man, as big as he is, had put his hands on that woman that night, 
I would have been the first one to say, you know what, get him. But this story sounds like something else I've heard recently about women who feel like whenever a man doesn't give them what they want when they want it, that he's going to have to pay. And this is one of those moments I find this story to have a whole lot of suspicion. I'm not comfortable with it. I'm not comfortable with the with the story itself or the way it played out. So something about the story just does not smell right to me. It's not passing the smell test. E. Listen. She wanted the whole game to call 911. He ain't, he ain't beating her up. He ain't assaulting her. He ain't do none of that. She wanted him to go. She wanted him to take her home. She wanted to be with him. He said no. I don't find a game still today. I'm glad. I'm glad doing my time. No, no women was devious and doing my time of galley batting around. <laughs> Unfortunately, this thing will continue to happen. It just didn't. It just happen to Shannon Sharp. I mean, these are the kind of things that happen when you don't give. Attention they want when they when you don't give in when you don't you give don't in, give in right. and as soon as you say no they know that the system is set up for a black man to go straight to jail he gonna go I don't care who it is who's saying it he gonna go straight they gonna they gonna straight come for him and they are gonna try to put him in jail you trying they to happen to uh it happened to the wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys Michael Irvin yeah oh Michael Irvin yeah, I'm sorry. my bad. Go on, so it happens. I, I'm done. It happens. I'm just saying uh, we, we've seen this this happen. Emmett Till, everybody trying to use the same the same program, and it's just not going to work. We gonna have there's going to have to be punishment and and um, um, situations where the the person making false reports should be responsible for some things and should should be charged. That's right. Uh, that was all I had. Thank you, D. Lovely. Thank you, E, for a very spirited conversation. Uh, I love y'all. Even though E, E, <laughs> uh, I, I think you 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 danced today, so I think I think that post. This came hard today. I, I, today. I, I love it. You, you came I hard today. I did. <laughs> Thank you. T, um, I need uh, you to answer my phone call during the day. I'm on break this week and next week, so I'll be calling you during the daylight hours. Don't be curbing my phone call. Okay, I, I mean, it, about. I am, I am always yes, free because okay. I'm retired. Yeah, <laughs> I'm retired, and I love it. The last time I lot. called you during the day, I guess you were in shock, and then you didn't call, and then you had to call me back to make sure I was calling you. It didn't butt down you. <laughs> yeah, I was I was in horror. I said, "Yeah, Negro, I intended to call you." And I Mr. like I'm looked at my phone. What? Now nah, she didn't really want to call me. <laughs> well, I'll be a oh, calling Lord. this week, so answer the phone, black man. Y- yes, ma'am. All right, I everyone, have a good, productive week. Stay safe. Thank you, Latanya, for for uh, coming in the uh, coming in the chat room. Thank you. 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 Thank
Absolutely. All right, you guys. Have a good one. You too.